Welcome to Tabernacle of Praise, Church of God in Christ, where we believe in encouraging, empowering, and equipping people to live victoriously through Jesus Christ. Join us now as we enter into our worship experience. We pray that this service will be a blessing to you and your life. the sound of praise. Hallelujah. And you love to give the Lord praise. Come on, let's take a moment and praise God. Hallelujah. All over this place. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. They said, oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh, oh. Jesus loves to hear the sound of praise that it's music to his ears hallelujah when you start saying lord i love you lord i bless you lord i praise you i give you the glory uh, hallelujah you're my all in all uh, you're my sufficiency you're my everything uh, hallelujah bless the name of the lord hallelujah i just want to make sure that i'm in the right place Glory to God. While you're standing, glory to God. If you have to move your mask just for a second, uh, somebody needs to shout unto God uh, with the voice of triumph. Somebody next to you might be going through something, uh, but I just believe that praise is contagious. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. While you're standing, while you're standing, if you have your Bibles, I just want to direct your attention to a passage of Scripture that blessed me. And I just believe that if it blessed me, I didn't want to keep it to myself. I thought it might be a blessing to somebody else. And so if you would go with me to the book of Philippians chapter 4. Philippians 4, the fourth verse through the seventh verse. Philippians 4, the fourth verse through the seventh verse. When you have it, say amen. I am going to read it. I invite you to read along with me. I solicit your prayers. Um, I just believe I'll be able to get through this. It's an emotional moment for me as I was preparing, but uh, certainly I believe that the Lord will bless us to get through it. it. Reads like this, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known, be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful or be anxious for nothing, but in everything. Somebody say everything. Everything. By prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God and the peace of God. And the peace of God which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and your mind shall keep your hearts 
and your mind shall keep my heart and my mind through Christ Jesus. And the word of the Lord is blessed. Before we pray, however, I do want to go back to the fourth verse because I could have just stayed right there and said nothing else. But it says, rejoice in the Lord always or always. And again, I say, I reiterate it. I put emphasis on it. I make a demand of you to rejoice. Would you turn to somebody that's within earshot of you and just tell them, praise your way through the storm. And then just go to somebody else and tell them, keep rejoicing. Whatever you're going through, keep rejoicing. Hallelujah. I found it to be amazing what praise can do. That's what the choir was just talking about. Hallelujah. Glory to God that if you can praise, hallelujah, if you can keep rejoicing, you'll get out of it. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we honor you and we thank you, Lord, this day. Thank you for what you have already done, oh God, for every way that you've made, for keeping us. And the peace of God, hallelujah, that passes all understanding. Thank you, Lord, for keeping our hearts and keeping our minds in spite of everything that we've had to go through. Thank you for keeping our mind and keeping our hearts in the right place. God, you're great and you're greatly to be praised. Hallelujah. Somebody needs to hear and know, hallelujah, that you're in the midst of it all. And no matter what we're going through, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty. Not only to the pulling down of strongholds, God, but certainly to the getting us through whatever the storm, whatever the issue, whatever the challenge that we face. God, we thank you that you're always there in the midst of it. And for this, God, we give you glory today. For this, we give you praise. Hallelujah. If it had not been for you, God, we some of us would have lost it. Hallelujah. We would have gone back into sin. But thanks be to God who always gives us the victory through Christ Jesus. And so we praise you for it, Lord. Hallelujah. We praise you for it right now. We open up our mouths. We put our hands together. We praise you. We give you an advanced praise on today. Hallelujah. This is the day that the Lord has made. And I will rejoice. I will rejoice. And we thank you and give you glory. In Jesus' name we pray. We say thank you, Lord. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. You may have your seats. I feel better already. Praise the name of the Lord. If you don't mind me this morning, uh, I would like to take the next few moments not only to uh, say something, hopefully, that would not only encourage you, but I've been going through a season of where I've had to encourage my own self. And one of the things that, that happened to me recently was that I was on the phone with a friend, a brother who had 
uh, reached out uh, to me who I had first reached out to because I wanted him to, I wanted to let him know that I was praying for him. I was praying for his loved one. I was praying for his family. They were facing a health challenge that I was quite familiar with. And uh, after uh, some time, he called me back and he wanted to thank me for my prayers and certainly want to give me an update as well as a praise report. And as he was sharing uh, the, the praise report and the update, I could not help but to reflect personally on my situation. And, and, but I was careful while we were on the phone not to share the conflict that was going on on the inside of me because this was not my moment, it was his moment. It was his time of relief and it was his time to be able to exhale. But in my prayer time the next morning, uh, I thought I had somewhat forgot about it, but uh, the same feelings begin to conjure up while I was in prayer and it caused me to consider my own personal loss and it became bubbling back up and it caused me and I just want to be transparent on this morning to actually question my faith and I have to be honest with you I asked God why and God reminded me of what I had been teaching in Bible study regarding the sovereignty of God. And what I mean by the sovereignty of God, Elder Brown, is God gets the privilege. He has the privilege. He has the foreknowledge. He has the authority, the power, the omnipotence, the omniscience, the omnipresence, the omni-everything to do what he wants to do, the way he wants to do it, when he wants to do it, to who he wants to do it to. And in spite of what I was experiencing, in spite of the roller coaster ride that I was on, in spite of my being up and down and, not, and losing somewhat my spiritual equilibrium, the Lord told me, you're going to have to praise your way through this storm. And I began to search the scriptures because that's all I know. Hallelujah. If I'm going to be healed, if I'm going to be relieved, it's got to come through the word of God for me. Now, maybe you have a different way of, of spelling relief, but I spell relief B-I-B-L-E. And so I begin to search the scriptures for some relief. And it just so happens that I came across Philippians 4 and 4. And it says, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say, Sister Kate, rejoice. And because God kept saying rejoice over and over, I began to look into rejoice a little bit. And what I found when I looked into rejoice, that the root word that's in rejoice is joy. 
from which we find in scripture in the book of Isaiah 12 and 3, it says, with joy we shall draw water out of the well of salvation. And when verse 4 says to rejoice always, it suggests that our rejoicing should be continuous regardless of the circumstance. It should be continuous regardless of what you're going through. When things are good, rejoice. When things are bad, rejoice. In sickness and in health, rejoice. Whether you are faring sumptuously or whether you need the Lord for a financial breakthrough, rejoice. Doesn't matter if you're gainfully employed or not employed at all or looking for better employment, rejoice. Even if folk think that you're crazy, some kind of spiritual Christian fanatic, don't worry about what they are saying. You just continue to keep rejoicing. When disappointment grips you and you've sustained a devastating loss, the word says rejoice when things that would have caused others, hallelujah, to go home and sit over in a corner and feel sorry for themselves rocking. God says for you, you come into the house of the Lord, uh, lift up your hands in the sanctuary and bless the Lord. Uh, rejoice. Would you just turn to somebody next to you and tell them regardless of what you're going through. Keep on praising God. Hallelujah. Rejoice in the Lord always. Hallelujah. I'm telling you that no matter what's trying to threaten your peace of mind, hallelujah, rejoice. Doesn't matter the wiles and the schemes of the wicked one. You just keep rejoicing. Let them keep throwing the fiery darts. But you just keep praising God. Uh, hallelujah. Just tell the devil, the more that you attack me, the more that I'm going to bless God. Mm, there's no weapon that's formed against me. Hallelujah, is going to prosper as long as I have the voice, as long as I have the spirit, as long as I have the presence of mind to keep giving God the praise. That I can praise my way through this storm. It would be easy for so many of us, any of us to shrink into depression and lose heart and even faint in the day of adversity. That would be easy when we consider the health challenges that we've experienced recently, the separation, the, 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 the joblessness, the displacement, the economic setbacks, not to mention the loss of loved ones over the past two years. It would be easy for us to just throw up our hands and quit. Some might feel justified in giving up, Hallelujah. And asking the Lord, where is God in the midst of all of my suffering and my tragedy? But when I was at my lowest point, 
I thought I was, I was uh, not going to be able to, to, to kind of press my way through a situation, especially when I considered the position that I was in. I'm responsible for leading other people. God, if you don't do something for me, what am I going to be able to do for your people? And the Lord comforted me with a series of scripture saying to me, do not grieve, do not be in despair, for the Lord your God, hallelujah, is your strength. Fear not, hallelujah, I don't know who I'm talking to. The Lord said, fear not, for lo, I'm with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am the Lord your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. So when the enemy would expect you to, 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 to hang your head in defeat, Hallelujah, I have found that if you can just keep on praising God, if you can just keep on, uh, hallelujah, saying I will bless the Lord uh, at all times, uh, if you'll continue to say, uh, Lord, you're my strength, uh, you're, my, you're my redeemer, uh, you're my shield, uh, you're my buckler, uh, you're my real reward, uh, if you can just say you are. That no matter what the difficulty, no matter what the test, no matter what the trial you face, if you can just keep on praising God, you'll make it through the storm. When Paul says to the church at Philippi, rejoice in the Lord. Hallelujah. It was the, the, it was the best church for him to actually say that too. When you when you go back and you look at uh, Paul's missionary journey when, when the church at Philippi was first established, glory to God, in the early days of that church, Paul on one of his missionary journeys was getting ready to go somewhere else to actually minister. And one night while he was asleep, an angel of the Lord embodied himself as a man and stood before Paul in this dream, glory to God, hallelujah, in the midst of the dream he says to Paul come over into Macedonia and help us and when Paul traveled into Philippi hallelujah the chief city in the area of Macedonia he was looking for this man that he thought he saw in the dream and he did not see a man but what he did find even though he didn't find a man he found a group of women that had gathered together daily having a prayer meeting. I'm not sure what they were praying about. Glory to God. But if I can just reflect back even on the, 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 the prayer vigil that we have had, had going on continuously for over two years. Glory to God. I can imagine some of the things that they were trying to cover in their prayer. And so Paul and Silas, who traveled with him, joined themselves together with the ladies, glory to God, and began to teach them the word of the Lord more perfectly, more perfectly. And one of the women by the name of Lydia, 
who was a part of that prayer band, glory to God, her heart was touched at, 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 the, at the teaching and at the preaching of what these men were saying to her, and her heart was so pricked until she opened up her house to them. And one, uh, 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 and so Paul and Silas would, would live in her house, and daily they would go to the prayer meeting, and they would go every day out of Lydia's house to the prayer meeting. They would go, glory to God, and one on one fateful day, as they were going, a young damsel, a young girl, began to follow them, who the Bible says had a spirit of divination, an evil spirit of fortune-telling. And she would follow these men every day, every day, hallelujah, from Lydia's house to the prayer meeting, glory to God, saying, these are men of God that shall show us the way of salvation. These are the men of God that will show us the way of salvation. And so finally on one day, after her following them and saying these words, Paul's spirit got vexed. Because although she was saying the right thing, she was saying it out of the wrong spirit. It wasn't the right spirit that was actually causing her to say this. There was a demonic spirit that was driving her. Paul, recognizing the evil spirit, turned to her and said to her, cast, he cast the demon out, told the demon to come out of her. And this created a financial storm in the city because she was the property, if you could allow me to say that, of some masters that had been financially profited by her fortune telling. And when Paul cast the spirit out, glory to God, all of the fortune telling went out. And the masters got an attitude and got angry. Uh, brought Paul and Silas into the marketplace and beat the clothes off of them. And then later threw them into jail. And many of you know the story that uh, there was probably a conversation that went on among the inmates in jail. Because if any of you know if you, any of you have been to jail, you know there's, there's as much conversation that goes on in jail as it goes on in the barbershop. And so everybody knew what was going on with Paul and Silas. And I would imagine conversation went on through the night, hallelujah, even after they went to bed. And the Bible says that at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang songs, praises unto God. Hallelujah. Their first reaction was not to uh, lament over the fact that they were in jail. Their knee-jerk response uh, was to start praying and praising God. I don't know who I'm talking to, but you need to not be so worried about the condition. When you see the condition, the word of the Lord said, be anxious about nothing, but by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. 
And the Bible says around about midnight. Okay, around about midnight. And, and see what I'm trying to, to convey to you that was conveyed to me that there's a way that we need to learn how to deal with trouble. Hallelujah. And it seems like some of the worst trouble that you ever face comes at night. And so God says, since trouble, it seems like the sickness, it may start out as a cold in the afternoon, but, but by the time you get to midnight, it's a cough. Hallelujah. It's a hack. It gets worse. But the Lord said that Paul and Silas at midnight, at midnight when the pain is the most difficult to manage when it's hard to get relief. Somebody say midnight. Yeah, when your loved ones have walked out on you and you feel like you're all by yourself. Midnight, when, when you've lost your job and the enemy wants, glory to God, you to slip into uh, the feeling of despair and depression. Glory to God, at midnight, when it seems like everything is going on wrong in your life, you are doing well, but it seems like for your trouble, all you get is bad. But the Bible says at, Paul, at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises. I don't know what songs they were singing, but I have to imagine that if they were in jail today, they would pick up some of the old songs, at least I would. I'd pick up some of the new songs. Uh, one of the old songs that come that 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 came to me first, mother, was if I was there, I'd be I'd be singing, "Come by here, dear Lord. Come by here. Come by here, dear Lord. Come by here. Come by here, dear Lord. Come by here, oh Lord. Come." See, I'm looking over the audience and there are not many mouths moving because we've got a mixture of people that don't remember that song. But, but one of the other songs would, would be the Lord pull us through. Hallelujah. I, uh, uh, or, or John P. Key songs, Lord, I, I made it out all right. Or somebody else, maybe a Ricky Dillard song uh, where it says, I've got the victory. That, that in spite of where you are, you already know that you have the victory. But whatever the song was that Paul and Silas were singing, apparently it was one that became familiar among the prisoners and everybody got together. And that's one of the things that we've got to learn how to do is don't be sitting around watching everybody else praise and magnify the Lord, especially when the words are written on the screen. Everybody needs to get together. And the Bible said whatever the song was, by the time Elder Brown, they got to the chorus uh, or the vamp, whatever it was, uh, all of a sudden the spirit of the Lord got in it. See, that's what I'm saying. If you pray or praise God in the spirit, then the spirit of God will get in it. And the Bible said that the power of God joined in and suddenly there was an earthquake that shook the entire prison. So powerful. 
that all the doors were opened. All the doors were open, and every man's bands were loosed. Two guys start praying and praising God, and everybody's bands got loosed. What a mighty God we serve. And so here in, in the fourth chapter of Philippians, years later, Paul is writing back to the church and admonishing them uh, that in spite of what they're going through, in, in spite of what life has dealt you, in spite of the trauma, in spite of the circumstance, don't stop rejoicing. Would you, would you yell over at somebody and tell them, don't stop rejoicing? You might share to somebody else that they need to start rejoicing. Hallelujah. You tried everything, but one thing that I know that when praises go up, when you start blessing the Lord out of your spirit, stuff start to happen. Hallelujah. 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 So Paul tells them, hallelujah, to never stop, never stop rejoicing. Rejoice continuously. Rejoice through whatever it is that you're going through. He reminds them when, when he and Silas were in Philippi before, they never stopped rejoicing. You know how, glory to God, we were beaten. You know how we were thrown in jail, but we never stopped rejoicing. We rejoiced until God came in. We rejoiced until we began to feel the Spirit. We rejoiced until the prison shook. We rejoiced until the doors flew open. We rejoiced Rejoiced until the chains came off. What I'm trying to say to you on today is somebody needs to keep rejoicing in the Lord. And again, I say, so far, you guys just watching me. I'm telling you, you need to rejoice. I'm not the only one going through. I'm not the only one trying to make it over. I'm telling you, you need to rejoice. Hallelujah. 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 Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. The enemy is hoping that you'll just sit there. He's hoping that you'll sit, sit there. Just sit around somewhere. Hallelujah. With a wounded spirit. Uh, sit there with a broken heart. Uh, sit there with a, with a sad countenance. He wants you to act like you don't have a God on your side. Uh, hallelujah. He wants you to act like you don't have a hope in this world. But the devil is a liar. I want you to know uh, that whatever it is that you're going through, uh, the Bible says rejoice. And again, I say rejoice. Hallelujah. 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 Most of us can rejoice uh, when things are going good. Uh, 
You can rejoice when there's money in the bank. You can rejoice, hallelujah, when things are going well. Your family is in place. You see your grandsons running the cameras. Hallelujah, glory to God. You feel good about that. You can rejoice when things are going your way. Some of us can even rejoice uh, when we hear uh, somebody else uh, getting healed, uh, when we hear somebody else uh, being blessed, uh, when we hear somebody else or uh, see somebody else have the devil, uh, hallelujah, have the devil cast out of them. But I read somewhere where the, the Jesus told the disciples to rejoice. Hallelujah. When you don't have anything else to rejoice about, he told them to rejoice because your name has been written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Somebody missed that. They missed that over there. He said, Rejoice. I don't care what you're going through, I don't care how low you feel. Remember that your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. That's enough to rejoice over. Hallelujah, that's enough to give God the glory over. That's enough to get happy over. That's enough to shout and dance over because my name. In spite of all that I feel like I've lost, my name is written. I don't ever get a chance to see another person get healed. If I don't ever see a, the devil cast out of another person, if it doesn't ever seem like things are getting better, the one thing that I can praise God over, hallelujah, is I'm saved. Hallelujah. All the saved people, you ought to give God a praise. Because you didn't save yourself. One day you were seeking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shores, very deeply staying within, seeking to rise no more. But the master of the sea heard your despairing cry. From the waters lifted you. Save, save, save. And so the Lord says to rejoice. Rejoice until the angels in heaven start rejoicing with you. Rejoice until hell gets a nervous breakdown. Rejoice until the storm in your life passes over. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. 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 Lord, I bless you. I bless you. Yes, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you for a praise. Thank you for a praise. Hallelujah. For the ability to rejoice. In spite of what I'm going through, in spite of what you're going through, praise God that you have the, pre the presence of mind to rejoice. 
in the Lord. Hallelujah. Will somebody give God a praise, a clap offering? Hallelujah. 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 Sometimes that's all that you had. You didn't have friends. Hallelujah. You may not have even had a prayer partner. Thank you for listening today. If you want to learn more info about our church, visit us on our website at www.topchurchlv.com. We hope this message encouraged you to know you can live victoriously through Jesus Christ. Join us next week for another sermon to uplift your spirit.